Hi, and welcome to episode three of the Needham Say More podcast. I'm Aaron Pressman. And I am Doug Fox. Thanks for joining us again. And today's topic is the hot property in a different part of town than we've talked about before, the Ridge Hill and Nike sites, uh, which are over off of Charles River Street and near Central Ave uh, towards Wellesley and Grove Street. We're both, we're both laughing because <laughs> on Tuesday night, there was a public hearing about this, what should be done in this site that, uh, <laughs> it was, it was hysterical. I mean, it was, I, first off, amazing turnout. Um, you know, I said in the last podcast about how there was the, the public hearing on, on pedestrian safety and no one came to it. I mean, this was standing room only. If I had to guess 400, maybe 500 people. The hall was packed standing room only. The balcony was full. The hallway was full. You know, there were all sorts of kids with hockey jerseys. There were the community farm people there. There were the green people. There were uh, dog park, pool people. It was, it was fascinating. So just to set the table, uh, there is this large amount of conservation land. You might have walked on the trails out there that used to be uh, a rich sewing magnate, a sewing machine magnate awesome. estate that the town acquired, you know, like decades ago and it has trails, uh, there are two pieces of land, out of, the, out of the more than 200 acres that comprise this estate, there's two pieces of land that are about 20 acres uh, that are controlled by the select board that are not conservation land. Uh, one is where the estate itself used to be, that's a small three-acre parcel off Charles River Street. Where all the houses are. Where the old, right, which are being taken, the houses are being stuff. taken down, town yep. meeting's taking those down, so that's like a little three-acre piece with a driveway. And then over off of Pine Street, the little one-way street, uh, is the larger Nike missile, former Nike missile site, and that's where there's currently a dog park and the community farm, and that has a little road off of Pine Street. So the Conservation Commission controls the vast amount of this property, and the select board is looking at what can be done with the 20-ish acres that it controls, uh, given the limited access over there and everything. So at the hearing, uh, one of the big things is the hockey people would like to have a rink in town, and... Uh, they think this is a good spot for it. There were a lot of presentations about it. But let's hear from, uh, first, let's hear from uh, Hugh, who's the captain, one of the captains of the uh, hockey team at the high school, about why they would like an ice rink in town. Without local access to a local rink, uh, myself and many others have find ourselves driving to places like even New Hampshire, Connecticut, even further, just to play the game of hockey. And I feel that... Building a rink in the local area will bring our program and accelerate it and also be able to bring the community together as a whole. But of course, like, you know, there's conservation land there, there's the farm and the dog park. So there were a lot of people who had also come to the meeting, maybe not quite as many, but a large group who were opposed to any kind of uh, that sort of development. So this is a, a woman named Dawn who spoke against uh, putting that kind of development there. I think we do need a local hockey rink and a pool. We do, and I really appreciate and I'm really impressed with the boys who spoke so articulately. But not at Ridge Hill. We need the land to remain open land and maybe adding the greenhouses for the farm so that we can grow food all year long for, to serve the needs of people here in town. So the solution to this problem is not to build at the Nike site, but to come together as a town to find the right place we should not be pitted against one another. Now, the reason Don made that comment is because the, the hearing got a little raucous. Uh, 
initially people were supposed to come up to make comments only about new ideas, but then people started coming up to make comments about how they loved the farm, where they loved the dog park. And some of the hockey people got a little raucous, and there was some shouting from the back of the room. Uh, so eventually, this guy named Josh came up uh, to, to kind of make the point that the hockey people really wanted a hockey rink. Anybody that has Google Maps on their computer and a sharp pencil can take a look from high above and see that there's lots of land to do all this stuff. I thank Mr. Bonacia for being specific, but in general, we got land in Needham for a rink. We got a bunch of kids that want it. You should deliver it. <laughs> and after that, there was huge applause, even though, like, applause was not supposed to be. Yeah, that's a select board tried to ban applause. Um, and I actually, I was sitting in the section that people sarcastically clapped the select board when, when they said that no one could applaud. So it was, a, it was a strange night. I jokingly called it. I felt like it was the outsiders between the socias and the greasers meeting at town hall <laughs> you know for a for a big rumble it was it was it was fascinating it did calm down i felt like towards the end it calmed down um and when the select board gave their feelings on it at the end they all kind of said the same thing they all love the dog park they all love the farm they all support hockey and love hockey but they're just not sure that this site is the right site for a rink or a sports Well, let's, so let's start, let's start a little by talking about hockey. So one of the things about hockey is, you know, obviously there's a limited number of rinks around uh, Mass, eastern Massachusetts. Uh, the, they, the, the figure was given that over 500 kids in Needham play hockey. There's yeah. a lot of teams. There's like five teams for high school age kids. $450,000 annually they spend on ice time. Right. So they're just crazy. You know, I was I, I was on the Needham Junior Football Board. Like, I mean, that's... That's bigger than our whole budget, you know. And that that provides a good revenue stream if we if we were to you know borrow yes. money and build a hockey rink. Yeah. Um, they they gave this they gave one of the amazing anecdotes. They said that sometimes when they play Dedham or when a Needham team plays Dedham or Wellesley, they have to use a rink in Boxborough. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's this thing, you know, if you're a hockey parent or a hockey kid, you know about this. You know, getting up at six in the morning to drive to the middle of nowhere to uh, get to these hockey games. So. Yeah. And I grew up in a hockey family. My dad was a goalie for Tufts. I had two brothers that played for Needham High. Uh, I purposely did not let my kids play hockey because I knew the life, and I feel like it was probably even worse back then. <laughs> I could actually remember my brother got in an accident on the way to a hockey game when he was in high school. So it is a common thing. You know, they're kids. They're driving. It's late at night. The ice time is crazy. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's always been a problem. I think, right, so it's a totally legitimate need in the town. And the question is sort of, how to do it and where to do it. And if it's done on town land that the town already owns, it's way, way cheaper to do. Yeah. Uh, so More expensive to build, though. So that was the point they said. So uh, 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 it was a Jim Bonacia. I shouldn't know. He's a year, he's a year younger than me. I should, I should know his name. But he, uh, he gave a site at a number of $6.5 for a rink on 2.7 acres that he had. But if it was public land, even if it was privately, even if a private company came in, they would have to do construction the way the town does, which I, one of the select board members said two and a half X. I'm told it's less than that, but still, it, it increases costs a lot. Well, and another thing is, uh, you know, there's public land and there's public land. The land, most of the land at, over at uh, Ridge Hill has no utilities, yeah. uh, no electricity. All that stuff would have to be brought in. And then you're talking about... Uh, the access, the yeah. road and the traffic and stuff like that. So granted that there is definitely a need and financial backing for a hockey rink somewhere in Needham, then the question becomes, is Ridge Hill Nike the place to yeah. put it? And that's where 
Got the rubber the rubber meets the ice, is that what I said? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I need a science person to tell me what happens when rubber meets ice, but it's not good. Well, the Zamboni it. has... The, the Zamboni used has, to be rubber, actually. Yeah, and so the Zamboni has good. wheels. The Zamboni has wheels. <laughs> uh, I used to do a bit of ice skating back in Lexington. The Zamboni has wheels. Um, so so that was the... De- the debate was sort of over whether this is the right place to put it. And the yeah. first thing is uh, that these little roads that go into there... Um, there's one off of Charles River Street, which is a big road, but the driveway is not that wide. I think it's 15 feet wide. And then I'm talking about the Ridge Hill driveway. The Ridge Hill yeah, driveway. It's and not then like when people, if someone's coming the other way, sometimes you got to pull like a little, kind of like your driveway. You got to pull a little yeah. bit off to let yeah. someone by. So. And then uh, the other piece, the bigger plot of land that's available, which is probably where you would build, is the Nike uh, missile site, and that has an even narrower road, and it's off of Pine Street, which is a one-way street. And some of the, some of, the, of course, of course, some of the residents of Pine Street were there to, to say, uh, you know, don't put yeah. this in our neighborhood. Yeah. Not in and, my and backyard. And I, I drove Pine Street on the way here just because my memory is it. It's a really wide road. I'm pretty sure it used to be a two-way road, and that road is as wide as South Street is right now. So that one-way road is very wide. So once again, that's not the reason not to do. It. I think there are strong reasons why you know Ridge Hill Nike is not the right plot for this. But Pine Street is not one of them because Pine Street actually could be narrowed with sidewalks and stuff if people are worried about pedestrians, and that would probably calm the traffic a little bit. Because right now, because how wide it is, people must fly down that road actually. So I think it's actually dangerous the way it is. So the issue is sort of then uh, if you can if you can get if you can deal with the traffic and you can widen the driveways maybe. Then you start to look at what are the site issues. Yeah, and and they had that that report done on the yes, Weston and 20, Sampson. 20 something acres. Right. Weston and Simpson is it? Weston and Sampson, <laughs> not the Simpsons. <laughs> did Homer, Homer do and the Bart. report? Homer and Bart did the report. <laughs> you know, there we we commissioned a lot of reports in Needham, which I think is an a, a useful, admirable, uh, practical way to go about these kind of decisions. And I have to say, reading this report, it was not the most robust and most useful report of the, all the kinds of reports we do. They were sort of given uh, these plots of land and told, you know, here are some possible uses, like how could they fit? Yeah. And they sort of took a generic look at it and said, well, you could squeeze in three acres here or there. You could put greenhouses. You could put a sports complex. Um, it wasn't, it didn't really seem to deal with all the difficulties and practicalities of, you know, where would you put the farm and the dog park if yeah. you put this down here? And uh, would you get conservation approval to do it? One of the things they did highlight, which I think was useful, is there's a lot of wetlands there. Yeah. There's a lot of slopes there. Two three-acre plots across 18 acres have potential for having something developed there. But they're not even... Really small. They're not even really like square-sized, both square-sized plots. So it's not... Like, what they did is they took a generic square three-acre plot and said you could fit all these things in it. And then they went to the site and looked for where there might be three acres to build on, which were not really the same shape and size (laughs) as the three-acre generic that they were fitting things into. So that was a little It's funny. I I, I didn't notice that, but that's a good catch. (laughs) Everything was perfectly square that they were Um, showing. So the Conservation Commission, which is, uh, I think, seven members, appointed by, it might be five, we'll we'll, uh, follow up next week, I'm sure, is appointed (laughs) by the select board. They are not elected by the electorate. If all the sports people in the world wanted to vote them out, they cannot. Yep. The other thing and they no. don't control the Nike site, right? But they do they do control the and the road to that, so right? He, Is he, that well? Here's the thing. Uh, they do not. The select board owns control of this 23 acres of the Nike site and the old um, Ridge Hill site. But 
even though the Conservation Commission controls everything surrounded, the Conservation Commission also, by state law, gets to opine on and has to approve anything that has an impact on those wetlands all around. So even if they technically don't control those 20 acres in the middle, you would still have to go through the Conservation Commission to, you know, if you were going to have any impact, which obviously you were going to have some impact yeah. on the surrounding lands, the water table, all that stuff. I know we were talking about it this week, but I find it so fascinating that they allowed all that, all the concrete dust from the high school renovation dumped in Nike site with how concerned they are about that area. That seems like they should have given that a big thumbs down. Well, so that, so this is a controversy that happened in 2004 when one of the, one of the many multiple high school renovations was being done. And to save money, uh, the town decided to dump 60,000 tons, I believe, of fill on the Nike site. Now, the funny thing is, right, that the Nike site was a missile site. Yeah. It has, it had tons of stuff on it. Used, used to play on it growing up. Used to be able to actually kind of like get down a little bit into the silos where they were concreted off. I mean, it was, it was fun. It was probably not that, probably not that smart, you know, but. So the objection at that time by the Conservation Commission, which was very angry and was in the Boston Globe and everything, wasn't against the dumping of the material on the Nike site, which was already kind of considered this polluted site. It was that they were worried about what might be under the dirt, inside the dirt, under what was being dumped, that, that would then get, that would, like, you know, pollutants left from the missiles that would then get into maybe the water table that we wouldn't be able to treat because we had dumped 60,000 tons of dirt on top of them. And what they, all they wanted was to just look underneath and see what was there. And ultimately that, that, uh, fight was resolved because the town agreed to do a whole bunch of tests and they yeah. actually found things like they found a 2,000 gallon tank of diesel fuel and stuff that they removed. <laughs> There's a quote in the globe where the guy says, oh yeah, it was in really good condition. <laughs> Maybe we can reuse that in, in the basement. Um, so that, so no one was really that concerned about dumping on that site at that time because it yes. was kind of a polluted site already that the missiles had been on. Um, now, obviously, the concern, there's, you know, much more awareness about wetlands, the value of wetlands, the fragility of wetlands. So I think, you know, going to the Conservation Commission might be a very steep ask for the hockey people or others. Yeah. It, it reminded me a little of, you know, some years ago when we were looking for where to build the new hillside school for sites, one possibility that a consultant raised was uh, cricket field, the soccer fields uh, that are over near Needham Heights. Save uh, cricket. Right. And so <laughs> save cricket became a huge movement. And uh, at that time, Parks and Recreation was the one that had sort of a veto position because they controlled soccer fields and whatnot. And they uh, pretty quickly glommed onto this public movement. I think a couple of people actually got elected to the Parks and Rec Commission to purposely kind of protect cricket field. And they, you know, they shut this thing down. And it, it's hard to imagine that the Conservation Commission would uh, be in favor of this huge hockey rink with hundreds of parking spaces and, and lots lights. of traffic. You got to dig in the ground to expand like water and sewer and electric and widen the roads, paving, trees coming down. So I mean, that's that is adds a lot of levels of complexity for doing something there, where they seem to embrace the farm and embrace the dog park and and what's there because it's less impact. Yeah, the chair of the Conservation Commission spoke at the meeting, and while she said that, like, sort of no decision had been made, no permission had been given for development, and what she, her highest priority was more walking trails. So I don't think that's necessarily consistent with the hockey. I don't think anyone wants to walk through the Nike site, though. <laughs> <laughs> those, aren't the, those aren't the trails. I mean, the interesting thing is I, I was told at one point that the farm was thinking about moving over to the Ridge Hillside. But the costs were too much for moving, but there were discussions. So they were open to moving. Um, 
And the dog park, I feel like, once again, if that site made sense, the dog park really would rather be closer to town. So if, if the town somehow, which they didn't obviously originally, found some land closer to town for the dog park, I think they'd be very open to moving too. But I think there's a whole bunch of problems that just make it not, even if though they were moved. And it's just, it's also all those people. All these people have to okay it. It's like a bunch of dominoes that have to all line up that chances are one of them's going to get pulled out and the whole thing right, It's like a Jenga, apart. maybe a Jenga tower. <laughs> um, so then the last thing let's talk about is what are some other ideas? You know, some of the people who don't want it at Ridge Hill all said, almost everyone I think said, like, we'd like a hockey rink, we want a hockey rink, but just somewhere else. So uh, you and I were talking about this earlier. Yes. This funny thing cropped up on the Needham Facebook group. Someone has created a splinter group that is, put the hockey rink at Muzzy Ford. Is it specifically? I thought it was like at the gateway to Needham or something. The one I'm a member of, it's gateway to Needham, but yes, they uh, are. All right. Well, I thought that was, Muzzy. Uh, it doesn't say Muzzy Ford in the title, but that's, yes. the gateway to Needham is but Muzzy Ford. But that is, I mean, I, I mean... So first off, something near 95 makes a lot more sense because actually people talking about traffic. If we were to put a hockey rink over in Ridge Hill, you got to think about all of the traffic that's now going to be driving through town to get to that hockey rink. So that, you know, it doesn't just impact that area. It impacts all over where something closer to 95 or even maybe on the other side. So the two things that people talked about for private land is Muzzy, which of course, you know, obviously we talked about last week it's a, or two weeks ago. Um, that's a that's a big thing right now. But if you're Muzzy, with however many acres that is, you know, that would be very charitable for them to carve out four or five acres or whatever it would need to be for, because that's going to lower their cost per acre of what they could sell to developers. Because part of what makes it appealing to developers is how big that plot is. So oh, you're saying maybe the Muzzy family would gift it to the hockey. But if they were, even if not, even if they were to sell it to right. the town, right. Splitting it makes it worth less. I see. Because the see. other thing is smaller. So right. it's not, you know, as we've talked about it being like a mini legacy, right. which the town was hoping to do, it gets even smaller, right? It would be such a perfect spot for a It's a great spot. Like the other thing people talked about was the Coke plant, which the Coke, Coke was no, no longer going to be bottling in Needham. Supposedly they are keeping the property for vending machines, but that seems like that would use a lot less land. Um, but still, it's just it adds in, that talk about dominoes is more complexity there too. So you're talking about a big corporation. It's not the Coca-Cola Corporation. It's Coca-Cola Bottling Corporation, but it's still huge. What would they be interested in selling off and where? And you know, um, it obviously would happen faster than it seems like public land, which have issues. And I, you know, I, I was talking um, with one of the select board members about Hillside which Hillside is going to become available at some point, but it's just way off in the future. Because Hillside right now is being used as part of the police fire reconstruction, right? Fire Station 2, or at least administrative stuff is there. They're hoping that there are going to be renovations on the Emory Grove or school administration building. None of that's been approved. It's going to be expensive. But if that gets approved, they would move the school administration there. I was told that may even, well, they may have even wanted that for part of like potential Mitchell or, or Pollard, you know, to move different people there. Um, oh, I don't, I mean, I think that's not, uh, well, one, there, the Mitchell School renovation has not been approved yet, and we have, we're definitely going to have to wait in line with the state for our state reimbursement from yep. the MSBA and everything. Um, but the two possibilities for re renovating, for rebuilding Mitchell are really uh, build, it, build it right next to the current school and have kids still going to school during construction, which is not typically popular and I'm not even yeah. sure is really workable on the site. But we, that hasn't been studied carefully yet. Yeah. Or having some or all of the kids go to school at Hillside for the year yeah. while it's being built. So I think the chances that Hillside would be available for a hockey rink, 
you know that so, you know you got you got yeah. police and fire you got Emery Grover you got yeah. Mitchell that, that yeah. that's probably like not it's, it's, in, uh, and, in the cards you know, and it is a toxic waste dump so even once all of that is done and they want they decide to wreck hillside there's major environmental stuff that needs to be done there i'm told it can be done i'm told there's actually money there's federal money that's in a bank to do that if we wanted to do that but i mean you're talking 2025, 2026, 2027. I mean, I don't know. I think if you keep, I think, going, I think the keep, hockey crowd—they did not sound like very patient the other night. Keep, that they want to wait till 2027. Keep for, counting. I think further yeah. than that even. So yeah, that's so, where the private stuff comes up. I mean, I don't know what other public land there is. Like people say, DeFazio, but even if you were to find land on DeFazio to build this, really the the parking lot there, sharing that where it's already stressed with the fields, and you think it'd probably be used a lot at the same time. I mean, it's. Well, I guess what you know, another piece of the puzzle is the DPW, which is taking up a lot of space next to DeFazio, um, and is also, also right, also on the board to be redone at a cost of forty million dollars or more, and and there are different locations have been discussed for that. I'm not, yeah. who who knows what will actually God, happen, I'm but I'm trying to picture that override passing, you know, like that's where how close. Think of how close the school overrides have been in the police and fire. Would the town pony but, up right, but for Doug, an override but, for DPW? But, but Doug, imagine the the popularity of a DPW override that's tied to a hockey rink. Yeah, that's right. It does, <laughs> it does actually help, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, doesn't the school committee own that land, or, or not own it, but it's like under their jurisdiction now? DeFazio a par, a or part something. of DeFazio that's next yeah. to the Pollard School is uh, okay. is controlled so by the school side, committee, but yeah. it's just a little, but just a little, okay. it's sort of a, a smaller piece yeah. that you could use maybe if you ever wanted to build a different middle school or something. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, that's not on the planning board at all right now. Yeah. On uh, the foreseeable future. Um, all right. So we have not solved the problem of in this twenty minutes we have not solved We have not the solved any of the problems on this podcast. We do not plan to, but hopefully you learn through this, you know, we're kind of we're kinda of neat in public radio right now, right? Exactly. All right. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a great week.